Hey y'all, I'm Bianca and I'm Shawnee and you're listening to Mindful BS, a weekly discussion about how we mindfully navigate through life's BS, the major, the minor, and everything in between. So you ready? Let's do it. Hey y'all, we're back. Surprise! And it's not a Sunday episode. Don't be alarmed. You're probably like, wait, does this mean no Sunday? Sunday is still coming. But we had to loop you guys in on something that we've been watching that has actually sparked a lot of even conversations between me and Bianca. And we aren't sure if you guys are here. So we just want to let y'all know about it. We did. So we mentioned this on our web show. I told y'all I'm going to keep bringing it up. We did mention this on our web show that Issa Rae was premiering a new reality show style show called Sweet Life. And this show is following a group of up and coming entrepreneurs, young moguls, because Jordan, he already, he already owned. So I don't want to even call him up and coming. But anyway, it's a show that, like we said, they're in their 20s, they're living their best life, giving us luxury, opulence, and conversations. And that's what we wanted to bring to the the podcast today. Yes. So one thing about this show, you guys are familiar with Issa Rae and her work, even with Insecure, you know, a lot of the, the shows or the productions that she brings to us are real. They're authentic. You know what I mean? It's not anything that's over dramatized or seems, you know, like ridiculously, ridiculously scripted. There are things that you can truly relate to at any stage of your life. Um, and that is definitely one thing that I love about the sweet life Los Angeles and this friend group living in the south uh, south side of LA. So first we're going to get started and give you guys a general introduction of the castmates and then pretty much the unofficial castmates aka friends of the show. Yeah. So first up we have Thailand who is an event planner manager like when I say I'm pretty sure she was hosting most not all but most of the events throughout this series and you guys you can see the events that she was just hosting for herself and her friends and you know she's she's doing what needs to be done she understands the assignment every time every time the events (laughs) were popping okay now y'all know I love me a good theme and Thailand was coming with the themes and the decor like the the earth tone party the blue party the black excellence like come on like thailand was laying these events out okay 100 percent. so next up we have amanda who is a pr consultant and she's pretty much thailand's best friend there was even a little discussion on the show about who's been friends with thailand the longest but you guys will have to watch that to hear that breakdown because we won't be discussing it today but she is you know, that's her right hand, her go-to. Yeah. So Amanda is a PR consultant by day. Um, Amanda's in a relationship with Rob. So we get to see a lot of things between her and her relationship. And also Amanda bought a property because she plans on buying Black. She plans on buying a series of properties in that area to, um, you know, increase real estate and bring back to, give back to the community. So Amber, I'm Amanda, too, is a bad bitch. Absolutely. And I forgot to mention, Thailand also has a significant other on the show. His name is Jalen. He's fun. He's a good time. And, you know, he be showing up for his girl and making sure, you know, everything is always how it needs to be. Yep. Uh, so next up, we have Brianna, who 
works um in the medical industry currently but if you guys watch so you'll see that it's not her dream gig that's not what she's passionate about so she's definitely still figuring it out and trying to establish her own lane when it comes to the entrepreneur lifestyle correct uh she on the show you'll see one of the events that they do together is her promoting her body butter line so she does eventually come up with a plan but another that's another conversation because when she's trying to come up with a plan the the girls love a good discussion like the they come together to talk business this friend group talks business legacy they talk things of always trying to make each other better they literally holding each other accountable so you will see Bree being held accountable by her boss friends to just try to help her level up too so that they can all be on the same page uh, and lastly, on the women's side, when it comes to castmates, we have Cheryl, who is a fashion designer and the significant other of one of our male castmates, Gerald, who is a marketing specialist. Mm-hmm. They're super, super cute. Um, Cheryl gives me me vibes a little bit. She really only be kicking it with the guys. You can tell she's not really here for any of the, the drama or yeah. any of that stuff. She just likes to chill. Yeah. She's just trying to chill. Yeah, Cheryl's definitely like you know I'm just here Cheryl's cute as fuck okay like Cheryl is beautiful she's always giving us a look she really do mind her business we only seen her have one little turn up moment that might have been a little out of character for her but she was like Shani said true to herself mind her business kick it with her man looking at everybody the drama like see this is why this is why I'm like she literally was just looking like this why i just hang with the guys because <laughs> it's ain't me 100 um so next that we have pj who is a music manager on the show you actually see one of the artists that he's working with um in thailand helps with an event but pj is also although i feel like he's found his passion you can see that he's also still trying to figure it out and you know what I mean really make his passion as successful as he wants it to be but his new artist it seems very very promising so yeah. I guess we'll, we'll see what's to come now there are also some intermingling of relationships as well on this show but we'll get to that after we finish uh you know announcing or sharing who all the castmates are right um and lastly we have you know last but not least Jordan who is fashion brand CEO, okay, of Hypeland, which is literally a million dollar, you know, clothing, lifestyle brand. Um, He even shared that it's literally, he started, I believe when he said it was either 13 or 14, I might misquote that, but he started when he was 13 or 14 based off of his passions, which were anime and streetwear. Yeah, and, you know, his mom is dope. It's super, it really, really is. Um, yeah. He said with the help of his mom, like it's pretty much been up from there. And I think it's so cute because in like one of the first few episodes you see his mom, he said that's his COO of the company. So she yeah. keeps the business operating and going. But yeah, those are, that's the main group. We also do have a, a, another friend of the show, um, Rebecca, who is best friends with Brianna, which is the one that we say, you know, works in the medical industry, but she's still figuring it out. Yeah. And I think we already mentioned Jalen and Rob. Um, so, yeah. So that's pretty much the core group. Of course, like any reality show, you have people who pop in for an episode or two. Um, but that's pretty much what you have so far. I also want to 
point out really quickly i don't know if we said it here i know we talked about it before but this show is on hbo max mm-hmm. if you do not have hbo max you can still at least watch the first two episodes i believe on the hbo max youtube channel so if you're like well what is this show i need to check it out check out the first two episodes it's on their youtube channel for free mm-hmm and then, you know, you can make a determination from there. You know, you might either have to... I just want to put you in the link. Get a new email. You know, ask your cousin. If you please your password, your mama. You know. No, just do it. Because I'm... I'm going to say this before we jump in. I really, really enjoyed the show. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of reality tv but i feel like this was reality tv done in all the right ways yeah. like i said before it was it seems so authentic and it's relatable not because with most reality tv it just be like over the top or just a lot of cattiness between friends but to bianca's point like she said the conversations on this show are about how do we become better? I want to hold you accountable. Let's continue to make boss moves. And you can tell that this group of friends, they're really on the come up, but like supporting each other at the same yeah. time. Okay. But even the obstacles and the conflicts they have are super like, this is a this is something that me and my friend might've just argued about literally four months ago. Yeah. So I love it for that. And I'm actually obsessed with the theme song coming in. It's called Gangside. I think it's pronounced Blast, but it's B-L-X-S-T. But I'm like, as soon as the theme song come on, I wanna lay in like, it's just, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. And before we jump in talking about the characters, I also want to say, you know, if it's an Easter egg production, the soundtrack is going to be fire. So the music throughout the entire season was on point it seemed like the songs came in right when they needed to come in it was a perfect song for the moment like every time every time every time so even for that alone like you got to check it out yes period so where do you want to start okay so like we said the the situations are a lot of relatable but so i want to start with situations that may apply to like our specific age group so we mentioned cheryl and gerald and we told you guys how they were the cutest couple and Sheridan and Gerald have been together for eight years now we told you guys they're young so at this point I think they're like 26 if I'm not mistaken but they've been together since uh sophomore or high school so the conversation comes up about them moving in together and her Gerald makes a statement and says you know it's cool I go over Cheryl's like four or five days and then but if I want to leave I could just leave and I just feel like is that's a that's a conversation because how long is too long to be with somebody and then not take major steps um but then remembering that you know we're still young and you know some of those years they don't not that they don't count but we not didn't necessarily have to make adult decisions like that and then too as a like how do you feel about a man being like but I'm glad I could get to go home whenever I want to see this is the thing though I feel like everybody list they everybody heard that one part and they hung on to that but I feel like I probably was the only one that listened to what he said right before that which is with my parents I can still save and stack up money because that's just how I think Um, And this conversation comes up later on in the season about when you move in together, splitting rent and things like that. But we'll get there when we get there. But I heard him say, like, I can still save. I can still stack up money. And I don't know. Like, I'm going to be honest. I get 
wanting your significant other to live with you. But to your point, yes, eight years seems like a long time, but at 25, I mean, it's only what, five years? Okay, I guess you could say seven, maybe, I don't know. Into like a real adult, yeah, adult relationship. So, and not to be like, let's keep it real, 20, even 20, 21, 22, 23, that's still very, very, young to be moved in quote unquote playing house you know what I mean and doing all of that so to an extent I kind of do get Gerald and like I said I also get him because he's talking about saving money which we talk about this every single week about relationships and how especially when you do take it to that next step and make it a marriage how finances play a big big part into a situation and we know we know he's a marketing specialist and she's a fashion designer but if he's still living with his parents and it sounds like she's out on her own, that could be, that could signify that financially she may be doing, I'm not saying she's doing better than him. I don't know, but yeah. you know, it could signify that she's doing better than him financially. And as a man, I could see wanting to make sure I'm good. You know what I mean? And when I make that decision, I can bring something to the table and it doesn't just come off as me. Oh yeah. I moved in with my girl. I'm staying there. You know, I pay the light bill. Why she take, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I, I, I can see it from that stance too. Cause it's like, why would I put myself in a situation that I know I'm not ready for to possibly be the topic of discussion with her and her homegirls six months from now about how he moved in and well, he's not really contributing and he's doing this and this and that. So I don't know. That's how I view it though. No, that's a good point. I just feel like um, at some point, though, like Cheryl's in her confession, like, okay, I think it's time. Like, you know, we've been together and then he still she and she's talking about marriage and he still uh, was feeling uneasy about moving in. So it just make me feel like, you know, are we is there a disconnect page is there a disconnect like clearly we know they love each other you can tell that they're happy in their relationship but are they really on the same page as far as the progression of their relationship is would it have me wondering that's a good point so for you for me personally if I'm putting myself in Cheryl's position it might be something that I want but I think even if we have been dating for eight years I think I'm okay as long as everything within the relationship is fine. Is that a no for you? Oh, at this point, at this uh, stage of my life, absolutely. Like I'm not waiting eight years for anything, but I'm 30. They're 25 and 26. So I'm not going to put a, I'm not going to really put a lot of emphasis on the eight years, just because like I said, like five of the only like five of those was probably in adulthood. But for me personally, no, I'm not. I don't have eight years for you to be flowing and figuring it out if we're good because I know what I want. So I have, I have a goal and a purpose, you know, so Mm -hmm. it's just different. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I I feel where you're coming from. I just do feel like he was getting like a little bit of pressure. And I think that's the worst thing you could do with something like moving in or, you know, marriage or anything like that, because sometimes people get pressured into it and it's not what they want. And it just, and then it just, it, it just falls apart anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Another moment that I wanted to discuss on this show was uh, Thailand. She was having a very vulnerable moment about being single for a long time. And I just feel like as the women, the dating pool definitely has pee in it. And it's definitely been hard to like (laughs) date. What did you just say? The dating pool has pee in it. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Just come up. That's okay. (laughs) <laughs> anyway I loved 
a scene in there where she talked about how she because we mentioned that she's in a relationship and shiny pointed out how he held her down and they seemed like really happy and I loved how she mentioned like I was single for seven years I thought I was never going to be in a relationship like I had given up and like she started crying and then she was like and here I am and she's like in this great situation and she was like it's so it's it's always it's not about like how long it's take it's really just like I had to get to a point where I was so confident in myself and that I believed in myself so much that wh whoever came they just fit to mold me and I feel like as women that's the point that we have to get to before you know something great happened you really do have to get to a point where it's like well I'm confident with me I'm operating with me myself and what I'm supposed to have is going to find me I'm going to as long as I'm doing that I'm going to attract what I need and it seems like that's exactly what she did so I was glad that she you know had that moment on the show because you know she was talking to Brie who was also single and sometimes you know as a person who also been single for a long time it, we just I just love seeing people like finally get what they deserve and just knowing that like you know in the future one day I am I'm gonna be able to be like I was single for so long but then the love of my life just really came and it's like none of that should even matter facts now i do also want to point out in this same conversation which thailand shared that with brie and started crying n moments before that brie says she just wanted to hold around in her 20s um and i think this is a great point for us to bring up the the you know re relationship dynamics within the friend group especially as it pertains to ones that kind of cross with brie so brie the one that we mentioned before who is figuring it out. We were introduced to her. It might not have been, it might've been with the girls, but shortly after we saw Brie hanging out with PJ, who is the music manager that we also mentioned is kind of figuring it out. Now I do want to point something out because this is going to be very important later. I didn't realize, cause you guys, we actually went back and rewatched the show to make sure, you know, we had everything we needed. I didn't realize the first time that I watched the show, how much emphasis they put on PJ's car. Did you notice that? Yes, because the, 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 the visor kept falling down. I don't know why I missed that the first time. Yeah. Like, I saw that it was a Honda, but I completely missed the whole scene where the duct tape visor kept falling yeah, down. Like, bruh, just take it off. <laughs> take it off or get some industrial duct tape. <laughs> That's going to come back up later, though. Remember that name. PJ Honda duct tape visor um but so we were introduced to her from the whip the the women on the show and then you know we got a couple of scenes with her hanging out with pj and people were like you you with pj you with pj and she's like no pj's just my friend pj's just my friend so in like two scenes later we have a scene with gerald the one that we just talked about who's dating cheryl and jordan who is the brand ceo he has the business and jordan is basically saying like man, I love Brie, like, yeah, I still love her, like, you know, we cool right now, but, you know, I still got love for her, so that's awkward part number one, and as Jordan and Jared are talking about this, PJ walks into the gym, and it seemed unbeknownst to PJ that he was not even aware that Jordan talked to Brie, but Jordan said, yeah, I love her, that ain't no secret, so I don't know, but they also basically made it kind of known that pj is newer i was just on about to say side as well yeah and brie is new to the 
girl side because Bree is actually from Michigan. She just moved yeah. to LA. So they are the newer friends of the group. Yeah. So I want to put that out there. So again, speculation that PJ and Bree were talking or something, but both of them said they were just friends, just kicking it, just chilling. So further down the line, we actually find out that now you know Bree was kicking it with PJ as friends, but Bree was talking to Jordan like more than something because clearly Jordan talking about oh, he's he love her and stuff. Right. We then later find out a few scenes later that Brie has like basically a best friend named Rebecca. Becky is what they call her, Becky. Becky also talked to Jordan very briefly. Both of them made sure they said it was real quick and they slept together. Yeah. But the part that gets tricky is that Becky also like talked, talked to PJ. Like PJ and he had feeling like they had something. Right going on so (laughs) apparently pj although friends with jordan and messing with becky did was unaware that jordan and becky had a thing so he also had to find out that jordan and becky slept together which he like well damn like imagine find out the girl that you have feelings for slept with the homie already all right so there's that yeah so needless to say there are basically four people involved in this like not a partner swap but it could almost kind of feel like that feel a little like bit it. yeah yeah a little bit and to be fair becky did admit that she knew that jordan and pj were associates but at that time she said she was being selfish and she was going through some stuff so she didn't see the need to tell pj that she had already slept with jordan so i just want to throw that out there because i'm gonna keep it real with y'all right now up front becky was kind of getting on my nerves and now that i think about it she was moving like that but still had the audacity to be calling people out and want to hold people accountable later on in the season but again I digress yeah so that's the relationship dynamic with that one now I think it only makes sense and now that we're talking about all of these people that we talk about the Palm Springs yeah so as we spoke about earlier we have Amanda who's like Thailand's best friend she has her man Rob and it is Amanda's birthday they decide that it's going to be a Palm Springs getaway uh, for those of you who are not familiar with, you know, the California landscape, Paul Springs is it's not super close to LA. So it is like a bit of a drive and it people really view it if you're in California, like that's a dust, like that's a vacation location. So there's a Palm Springs getaway. Um, super excited. Amanda just wants it to be good vibes. Um, everyone is pretty much invited to come but it seems like it's kind of like an invite only. So only the people who were given an invite were coming. So only the people who were given an invite to their knowledge were coming to this shindig. Now, remember, we just talked about all of these different relationship dynamics. Now, keep in mind, most of the people that we share in the cast, they're in relationships. So you already know that they're coming with their significant others. Now, before this Palm Springs event, there was a situation where Jordan, Bree, Becky, and PJ all sat at a table together and pretty much discussed what happened. It seemed like everyone parted and went their separate ways. 
Jordan and Brie walked away together and it appeared that PJ and Becky had a, you know, a mutual understanding that they liked each other and they kind of, you know, stayed there and talked and ended up, you know, walking through the rest of the event together. I just want to put that out there. When they get to Palm Springs, first off, everybody was a little bit late. So Amanda was already annoyed. I just want to throw that out there. That would have been me. Yeah. So she's definitely one of those people where it's like, if it's, it's my event, like be on time. She even had the confession where she's like, this was giving her flashbacks of her 22nd birthday where everybody was trying to make it about them when it was her day. And unfortunately I hate to ruin this for you guys. People still were trying to make it about them in my personal opinion. So everyone's arriving. It's, you know, not looking too good. Um, Becky, Jordan, and Bree all rode together. Jordan drove them. You know, then all the couples pretty much came together as well. Where it got twisted, it got a little rocky, is when PJ arrived to the event. So again, mind you, this is Amanda's birthday. It's pretty much only people that know Amanda that are coming or their plus ones that were cleared through Amanda in Thailand. PJ drives up to the event. He is the last one to get there, mind you. The last one. Talk about, you know, making a statement. Not only is he the last one to get there, but he decided to rent a car. Now, mind you, after looking at the Honda, I don't think it would have made the commute to Palm Springs. Not even trying to be shady, but it wouldn't have. But instead of just renting a regular car, PJ decides that he wants to rent a McLaren. And for those of you who do not know what a McLaren is, Google it. You'll see how much it costs. You'll see the t- it's it's like a classic like sports. Car. It's it's a McLaren. It's it's like, not just your run of the mill everyday car. And you're renting this to go to your friend's birthday, not your birthday. It ain't your birthday. It's your friend's birthday. So not only does he show up late, he's the last person. Not only does he show up in a luxurious car with the with the Hemi <laughs> while everybody's outside, he also then shows up with a guest that was not invited. And he also did not reach out to anyone and inform them that he was bringing the guest. And on to top it off, it's not just any guest. It's a female guest. Right. Her name is Miami. After you just had a whole conversation with Becky and she explained to you that she liked you and for everyone that was watching including everybody at the party it seemed like you know they were going to work on something so this is how pj decided to show up to the event yeah so for me that was very tacky because first of all this is amanda's birthday trip so like like shiny said spotlight should be about her now i agree with shiny the honda didn't look like it might have made it to palm springs but i mean you can just rent a regular car a jeep i don't know you know just transportation to the event i feel like he was trying to make an entrance why are you trying to make an entrance at somebody else's birthday party i just feel like as a friend you know we come we support we show up we stay in theme now i will say at least he did tell old girl what the themes for the night was because you know they had events she was in dress code at least my thing is you can't just be out here pulling up to other people's events and showing out that's not right right um so first off you think okay it sounds like we don't even have to ask this question we both feel like he was in the wrong for showing up the way that he showed up to her event right okay if you guys feel differently let us know in the comments or um on instagram site in our dms now the next thing that i really really did not like now again pj invited this person 
Miami. I'm gonna call her. Her name is Miami. PJ invited Miami. When she got out the car, though, I feel like everyone was all a. They were upset that he showed up the way he did. Like I can clearly tell, Amanda was annoyed. Yeah, she was annoyed. But in that scene, like nobody really welcomes Miami. No one welcomed her, and I understand that it's because an invite wasn't extended to her. But I felt like a lot of the anger and frustration that was felt about her being there was directed toward her and not PJ when he was the one, you know what I mean, that brought her. So I I don't know. I felt like all of the anger and animosity that was felt was misdirected. I feel like that gave me typical, like, you're not going to threaten my best friend's good time. Like for me, like, I understood like the the for me my energy definitely would have been to PJ like excuse me sir can I talk to you for a second what the fuck is going on what are you doing but I do feel like the energy that the women were given was the protective state of Amanda because even Thailand knew Miami so she actually stepped to the side to tell her like you know hey like this Amanda birthday like please don't make this a thing like you here now but you know basically just trying to and which becky and all of them tried to make it a scene like well why is she even talking to her so that was just a lot of like women i feel like when another woman incense this space that people are, you know how women get well you don't know because shiny situations but i just felt like they felt like they had to be protective of their friend in that moment. And that was the energy that they was giving back to Miami because they felt like they was threatening. She, her presence and the whole situation was threatening their friend's birthday. It's good time. So you want to be know what I really think? Cause I'm glad you mentioned that. Cause Thailand came and talked to Cheryl. And I also like that when Becky and Bree, I think it was Becky was talking about it. Like, why is she even here? Like, and she was talking to Bree and Cheryl and she's like nobody nobody even knows her Cheryl's like I know her <laughs> like <laughs> like that she wasn't just unknown to everyone yeah. um and I get it but I honestly feel like them doing all of that is really what changed the mood of the whole thing like yeah. I could I feel like they could have been like yeah this is annoying but to your point like Thailand said you're here now so like what's up let's kick it like let's have a good time but if you guys when you guys watch the show that's something that literally kind of just kept coming up over the entire Palm Springs trip. And it was just like, yeah, let it go. It really ended up in a big blowout because to Shani's point, Miami basically had a conversation with Amanda and she's just like, if I was a guy, this would be a completely different conversation. Like, which she did have a point. Which I feel like that's true. I feel like that's true. Um if she was a man she said if I was a fine tall dark yeah nobody would have had a problem and I feel like a hundred percent nobody would have had a problem I agree I think it was just her not being a part of the friend group and seeming like she was imposing to them that escalated the situation and because they kept bringing it up and they kept wanting it to be known that she wasn't, she invited. wasn't invited but it was like okay we got to Thailand's point okay but she's here now so like and I also want to throw out you guys mind you like Bianca said it ended up being a whole blow up guess who the blow up was with the women guess what PJ was doing sitting with the guys 
throwing back shots. They over there yeah. arguing. And then at Killing. the end, when it was all said and done, coming over, like, y'all was doing a lot, just like the men. So, yeah, that was a thing. Now, I want to kind of change this conversation back to Becky because, like I said, Amanda was upset. I see she has every right to be. and I, But I definitely felt like Becky was going hard under the guise of her being upset for Amanda, but I don't think that was the case. I think she was upset that PJ brought another woman to the trip when you know she was under the impression that they were going to try to rekindle something oh absolutely she's like boy you were supposed to be in my room at the end of the night like what's happening I really feel like she felt like that was going to be a trip that you know they can just further enhance whatever conversation or whatever they had going she definitely was more threatened by the fact that PJ brought her as a date, quote unquote, than that Amanda was upset. Yeah. Yeah. But my thing is, so to spoil, I'm going to spoil it for you guys a little bit. All of this happens. There's a huge blow up where basically, and to be honest, I kind of feel Miami. At that point, I feel like Miami realized he brought me here, but he's not really defending me. Like I have to basically, I'm defending myself. Mm -hmm. So at this point, she pretty much gets into it with the other girls and PJ comes over to talk to her after it's done, but he's being a guy, not really, in my opinion, being understanding of where she's coming from. And just, I mean, oh, well, if you're going to be upset, be upset. And basically just left her sitting outside so we later find out that Miami decided to just leave the trip early because, I mean, I don't blame her. I'm not about to just keep yeah. staying here. But guess where PJ ended up staying tonight? Girl, where? Tell him. In Becky's bed. Exactly. So that for me was, after that episode, that's when I realized Becky just wasn't, she wasn't, she's just not for me. She mm-hmm. just wasn't the girl for me. I agree. Becky, from that episode on to the continuation of the end of the series, she just was not giving it for me. And the thing is, I'm not saying this because let's be real. Most people, shoot, even I have found myself in Becky's shoes at one point where I'm clearly going hard for a guy that is not even 100% invested not to be honest not really invested at all i'm about to say 100 percent, not even 50 percent invested in me clearly hate to say this pj but just using her for a good time a good hookup when it's convenient for him so most women have found ourselves there so it's not even that aspect of it for me it was just the way she went about that whole situation with miami being there and how she was going off you got you guys just have to watch it to see how hard she was going toward this girl and I'm like but you didn't even say nothing to PJ for even bringing her so like you sound crazy it's literally like when people say like your man cheating but you arguing with the girl instead of arguing with your man it was one of those type of situations so and that's that was what for me like I said and then when she was at the first off she lied and said she didn't say something that we all saw that she did say and I then, hate when people do that y'all for real you for real. you reading my lips too hard no you said it we you all just heard it. you say it like if you're gonna say something stand on what you say that looks very cowardly when you clearly say something somebody check you about it and you're like no i didn't say that yes you did yeah 
So for me, that was the thing that, like I said, defined for me that Becky just isn't my type of girl. But to be fair, everyone on the cast seems like they are amazing people. I just didn't like how she moved in that situation. So, you know, she just isn't the one that sold me on the show this go around. But with all of that being said, what are your views on dating within friend groups? It would be enough for me, dog. So back in the day, I... uh... I actually, as an adult, have never been a part of a friend group that involves men and women, now that I think about it, or like uh, where I would even have the potential to be dating people within the friendship. No, I guess I was going to say kind of though, because most, a lot of the female friends that you made, I feel like you kind of met through your ex-husband's like friend group before you know what I mean right but that's what I'm saying those girls were my husband's friends group my my husband's friends girl so like obviously I wouldn't be dating none of my husband's friends you know what I'm saying no I got you got you got you yeah no that's fair yeah so um I would like I feel like it's something I personally wouldn't do just because one I just feel like it gives people in the friend group to feel like they have access to your relationship. It feels like they get to have your opinions. And it feels like everybody always know, it would feel like everybody will always know what's going on because y'all friends. So y'all sharing the bits. And we even see how a little pillow talk situation escalated to the friend group and caused drama because once again, you know, everybody's in everybody's mix. So it's something that I don't think I would personally do. But however, I've just never been in that situation. So I can't say like, absolutely not. But for me, it doesn't look like um, something that I would want to indulge in. Yeah, um, I would I would agree with that. The friend thing is, is a no for me. But I also feel like that also goes back to being very careful about who you actually call a friend. Because I feel like sometimes, especially in situations like that, now don't get me wrong. I feel like the core people in that friend group truly are friends, but I feel like there are people being brought in as, you know, associates or just people to network with. And then before you know it, it's like, my friend is my friend that, my friend is my friend that. And it just, it really makes things very, very murky. Um, But I'm definitely kind of with you on that one. Now, one thing that I wanted to bring back up uh, because we're talking about dating within a friend group and there's a one long-term couple Cheryl and Gerald and they've been together forever we already discussed about them you know getting to the space of moving in together now let's just say things go south with Bree and Jordan if you want to figure out exactly what happened you got to watch it because even the way that ended was kind of like well dang like right. it was literally all good just like an hour ago, hour ago. <laughs> like an hour ago it was all good but after things end with them, they start, you know, dating and seeing other people. There was a conversation that Brie had on a date about splitting bills and rent. And the moral of the story is Brie not trying to split rent. It don't matter if y'all are dating, if y'all are together, if y'all marry at any stage, if she's living with you, she's not trying to split rent, period. She said what she said. She said what she said. But I thought it was even more funny because later on in the season, Cheryl and Gerald, they are actually discussing moving in together. And someone asked Cheryl, like, well, what are you most for? Like, what are you looking forward to the most? And she says, 
splitting the rent. <laughs> and I literally cackled inside because a few people in the friend group would said that's an absolute no for them. And some people were like, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Like, if we're not married, then yeah, we can split utilities and rent. So obviously I have to bring it to the podcast. Where do you stand on splitting rent? I guess I'll start, for me, I'll say, it depends. Like if you're in a situation where maybe your partner, your significant other is doing financially well and they could handle all of that and still have money left over, you know what I mean? For them to enjoy themselves and treat themselves and et cetera. And maybe I make less in the relationship Then 100%. I'm looking at that person like, why are we splitting rent when you're clearly more financially stable than I am and us splitting puts me individually at a space where I'm not doing well and you're great I can understand it from that point but we're not married and you know maybe we're on like an even playing field when it comes to finances would I want that person to pay all the rent sure but if they want to split I'm not a hundred percent opposed to it you know what I mean as long as again overall in the relationship I feel like there is effort and they're stepping up you know what I mean and they're doing things that make the overall relationship move forward and flow what about you I I agree with that that's pretty much my stand on that I would say do what works best for the situation so like if my partner is more financially set and stable and that's the way they wanted to do they wanted to handle the bills but they wanted me to make sure I had like the savings and like the investments and things like that I would be fine with that. Um, I really just, but I'm really looking for like, you know, partnership in my next relationship. So I really just want to do what's in the best interest of me and my partner. Yeah. I do want to reiterate though. I would prefer not to split the rent. <laughs> I, would I would prefer, prefer not to. Yeah, but. You know. I would prefer a, you pay the mortgage. I pay the utilities type situation. <laughs> if we're being honest, but I mean. You know, I'm open to some other arrangements. (laughs) (laughs) Facts. So that's kind of where we sit on that. But like we said, it was a whole discussion. So if you're listening to us, let us know. Are you okay with splitting the rents? If not, why not? Yeah. Are there, there was so much that happened this season. You guys, this, I mean, we're trying to recap. What was it like? eight or nine episodes uh, yeah. in 40 minutes so we're missing so so much stuff but when I say you guys we got cute moments we got black love moments but we got arguments and not just between the women the show actually started the way the show ended it actually ended with a very 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 heated argument or disagreement between the guys on the show um and I really don't want to spoil it because if you're going to watch it, you kind of just need to see it. But when this was happening, I was literally sitting on the edge of my seat, like, wait a second. Because the two people that were arguing, I just never even would have expected them to be the ones yeah, that's going right. back and forth with each other. And then to know that that argument actually caused issues between the friend group, their significant others, like... Yeah, basically they left us on a cliffhanger, which hopefully 
fingers crossed there's a season two because like I said I definitely enjoyed it it definitely will have me like so what happened next because what is what is going on is the friend group okay and I think that was like a really good like place to leave it for real because I mean we really just gotta wait and see what happened next right but we say all that to say that we haven't even touched the tip of the iceberg with what this show has to offer so if you are looking for a new show Literally all of the episodes are available right now on HBO Max. They're like 30, I think the longest one might be 35 minutes. They're quick episodes, but great content. And it's a very quick but enjoyable watch. I also found myself very inspired after watching it too. Even I had a Brie moment where I was, I felt like they were my friends and I'm surrounded by all of these bosses. What am I doing? Like, I need to step my own stuff up, honestly. So Check it out, like we said, uh, Sweet Life Los Angeles. And you know what I thought was interesting? Whenever we get shows where it's like something followed by the city, it always makes me think in my heart that it's there could be with a different city. A different city, yeah. which I'm also actually super excited about, Issa. You know, hit me up, girl. I look, I'll be the Brie on the uh, Cleveland episode. Like, I'm trying <laughs> to figure it out. This is what's good. But um, no, very good show. Check it out. You can watch the first two episodes again on the HBO Max YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is all online for you to view if you, you know, subscribe to the service. And yeah, anything else you want to add about the show or any of the castmates before we go? What? I do want to say this. If you are listening to this, prayerfully, this will drop. Um, there is one reunion, but they're not calling it a reunion. It's called like a link up with Issa yep it's a link up with Issa which is basically the reunion for the show it is airing this Thursday mm-hmm. um September 16th so this you'll have this before the link up airs which means you might have maybe a day I don't know when this is going to drop but you might have a day to watch all of the episodes and be prepared for the link up so don't miss that Yep, and let us know what you guys think about the show. And also let us know what you think about these um, TV review episodes because maybe we'll start dropping them midweek and, you know, we'll help put y'all on to some of our favorite shows and movies as well. Yeah, absolutely. Because we're also watching this other show. We watched a few shows. We actually both watched a few shows. Yeah, let us know what you think. One thing I actually might want to talk about on here, and I know it's so cliche, but I low-key think I might want to talk about The Circle just because... Each season of The Circle is slightly different, and I do feel like it, they provide a lot of conversations based on social media and how perceptions really can alter the way people make decisions. Yep. So yeah, like Bianca said, let us know if you guys are into that, because it might be something that we do weekly, and you know, it won't be a whole season recap. It could be like an episode recap, so. Yeah, because that was a lot to do, is recap a whole season. I think next time we do it, we might start when we like decide we like a, a season like three episodes in and then start from there but for sure yeah yeah 100 but this one the season was just so good we couldn't just let it go and not say anything exactly yeah so on that note we are out um yeah and we will catch you guys on sunday yeah bye bye